0: Gearcast Podcast Emporium Horses are definitely demons Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is the lovely, the wonderful, the, the, uh, that's, I I like, I was good at, Awesome. awesome, like, like, for some, I was trying to do tremendous, but for some reason it went to, um temptationist or something i'm just like <laughs> i'm just like yeah i mean she's pretty she's a pretty person but yeah, like i mean, I I guess. guess it's whatever it's <laughs> courtney <laughs> yay yeah uh yay so we are gonna be talking about frankenstein's monster really yeah okay yeah
1: have you seen the new comic that came out
0: uh which one frankenstein for which thing (laughs) there's lots of frankenstein monster and frankensteins in the comic book world
1: hold on no it's the new run it's um sort of 1960s uh space type frankenstein's
0: monster you probably understand his deal he has the same origin victor frankenstein made him
1: frankenstein's monster yeah marvel style
0: his first Marvel Universe appearance was in Silver Surfer number seven. Really? Comic Vine, Comic Vine has it as different. At least this, I guess, the first Frankenstein monster, like ever, in on Comic Vine anyway.
1: Silver Surfer,
0: yeah, all well, right, okay. Uh, okay. First showed up in uh, X, uh, the X Men, the X Men. In yeah. Mark of the Monsters in January 1968. Huh. This is back when wow. uh Beast wasn't a cat person.
1: Yeah, Beast was not a beast. He was just some bald dude. Yep, with, with big feet
0: and big hands. And this is Frankenstein. People huh. didn't like him. He ran away a lot. He's functionally immortal.
1: How many pockets did they give his costume? In
0: this one, anyway. Surprisingly, it doesn't look like he has a lot of pockets.
1: Oh, nice fur vest. Yeah, mullet.
0: He has a nice little mullet. Uh, gray skin. Has...
1: Pants being held up with a rope. Yeah,
0: I wish he had some pirate boots, but you know.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he didn't change his clothes any from when he escaped from the mob in
0: the seventeen hundreds, whenever the hell that was. It was eighteen. 18- yeah. It was 18th century, so
1: yeah. So he's just been wandering the world in the same drawstring pants and and fur vest. I mean, he's probably changed like a little Karin, bit. Refusing to buy any new clothes.
0: Here's okay. Here's a really interesting thing about this this uh, the history portion in the book. Okay. Hmm. All so right. it goes through a synopsis of Frankenstein or a modern Prometheus. Huh. the the book okay
1: yeah
0: and then it says about a page after doing all that stuff in 1818 the writer Meli uh, Mary Shelley published Walton's account of Frankenstein as Frankenstein or the Modern Prometheus so in, uh-huh. in this world in the Marvel universe the book exists and the monster exists but it was published as fiction. After she took okay. the the story that she heard by mouth and just published it.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, I can't tell if that's, like, a crappy thing to do or not.
1: I can't either. I'm kind of torn, because it's such a comic book thing to do, but at the same time, let women have something.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the time, it wasn't published under Mary Shelley, though. So, I mean, it was published uh, under a pseudonym.
1: I mean, at the time. We're not at the time Marvel wrote this (laughs) crap.
0: Oh, okay. So this one. Okay, sorry. So there was an artificial one in the X-Men number 40.
1: There was. And then there was
0: another one in in Invaders number 31.
1: Were they both built by Dr. Frankenstein? No,
0: they were just based off of the Frankenstein monster we're talking about.
1: Well, then they're not Frankenstein monsters. No, they're not.
0: But they're based off. They're both called Frankenstein monsters, though, like in the well, thing. But they're artificial. So, but it says makes a note to not confuse them with those.
1: Wait, but they're artificial.
0: Yeah, they're artificial being. Wait, isn't Frankenstein monster artificial being?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's just corpse parts.
0: Yeah, they're constructed to be. Wait, they're artificial being constructed to be virtually identical to him sorry
1: did they clone him no i guess they just
0: made them (sighs) but sure so uh like the like in the book he's an eight foot muscle zombie Hmm.
1: um well now in the book he was highly intelligent
0: i think this one's intelligent Because he didn't become a dumb monster until the movies.
1: Yeah. The one in Penny Dreadful is really the closest I've seen on film to the one. The one in, okay,
0: so talking about Penny Dreadful, okay? So when I saw that they had Victor Frankenstein on and that he created a monster or a creature, Mm. I was just like, he's being way too nice to that thing. The Victor Frankenstein I know yeah. is an actual monster person piece of garbage, and then and but then, then
1: his heart gets ripped out, and you're like, yes.
0: Then, like, I love that. <laughs> that was such a great. By the way, that show it was is a so great awesome. moment. That show was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but like, it was really great. But like, I love that. I love that. It was just like, oh, name him Adam and everything, and he's like being all like sentimental. It's just like, finally, I made yeah. something I love. And then his his old one is just like, no. <laughs> no you know what
1: suck it
0: <laughs> you're a bad person i'm here to remind you of that <laughs> i love pity dreadful it's great oh, it's also, man. i think it's one of the few things that ava green has done where she wasn't oh, naked. she's fantastic like, where she wasn't naked within the first 10 minutes or so of her showing up on the screen oh yeah she was oh wait she was she yeah. wait
1: yeah, she had one of her
0: demon fits. Oh, and... yeah, but it, yeah. but that was later. It wasn't like yeah. one of your introductions to her, because that's often how you get introduced to her. Yeah,
1: that's true. And she is naked quite a bit. Yeah, in
0: season two, she is.
1: I am not complaining about this. I'm not complaining
0: about it either. But it does happen. <laughs> but like, it's just like she's just one of the she's just one of the actresses that tends to be naked a lot in her stuff. Uh, but you know. Good for her. To be
1: fair, if I looked like Ava Green, I would probably be naked more often myself. Yeah.
0: But, uh, but so, I don't know really how else to talk about it. So, yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah. There we go. Uh, part of the thing is, part of his deal is uh, he goes and tries to kill all the family members of Victor Frankenstein.
1: Oh, let
0: it go, dude. Uh, Like, one of them being Victoria Frankenstein in the future, in the modern day of this one. Uh, <laughs> and um, she is a reason why Dread Knight, who is a very little-known character that I've only figured out because of this book, uh, has his hell horse because she took the huh? Black Knight's old horse and mutated it into a bat horse. Ah! Sweet! Yeah i want a bad horse and also frankenstein monster fought uh dread knight at one point because frankenstein monster is a hero huh so
1: okay that's he needs to do something about that mullet then
0: i guess i don't know like long shot
1: maybe get some real clothes i I mean come on
0: dude it's it's whatever Uh, he can only lift, like, 4,000 pounds, which is, like, fairly weak for a superhero. Weenie. I know. He can heal? Wait, no. He is dead. He cannot heal.
1: Well, they probably mean clothes.
0: Wounds. Prop, maybe. Um. He's resilient. Frankenstein's monster.
1: Frankenstein's monster.
0: (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Uh so let's So okay. So here is what we're gonna do. So Frankenstein's monster mm. finally got over yes. his old grudge. And he mm. just needs a normal old job.
1: I mean he should have gotten over it a couple hundred years ago, but
0: Yeah, but you but know. you know, like now now he has to get a job, like he can't be a hero villain, but he's still in the Marvel Universe. But the Why can't he be here? I'm. I mean, like we're, we're setting in the... Because mar- that's how I do the, the this segment. <laughs> yeah. What job would you give him?
1: I imagine he'd go back to school and earn a doctorate in
0: philosophy. You know what? Yeah, he was a really philosophical person.
1: Yeah, like big time.
0: I feel like he'd be a good college he'd Probably write
1: professor. a few books. Yeah, or have like a a talk show of some sort, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like he'd be able to uh, talk to... Like a, like a Montel Williams type thing where he... Where he's yeah. dealing with, like, dysfunctional families? Because I'd feel like he'd be a pretty good.
1: Or maybe something a little more highbrow, like um, like w- when they send someone one-on-one to interview world leaders.
0: Yeah, you I know? feel like that. Yeah. And on top of that, yeah. he's a big buff dude who could beat the crap out of people, I guess. Yeah. If,
1: I mean, if this if people... is assuming he's had the requisite amount of therapy to deal with, you know, all of his crap.
0: I'm going to assume that he would. Yeah. There's a lot of superhero psychologists and psychiatrists. They are mostly evil. <laughs> well, 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 Dr. Druid is good. Yeah, yeah. And Doc Sampson is only evil 25% of the time. <laughs> Some of the time. He's only evil sometimes. But yeah, I feel, I feel like I feel like he'd need a Doc Samson there for a little bit, though, because he'd probably be enraged by talking about his uh, father slash mother. Uh, yeah. But but Doc Samson could be like, "Now calm down," because Doc Samson's way stronger than him, <laughs> like way stronger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a little—he's a little weenie compared to most <laughs> of the superheroes. <laughs> so um, I feel like, he, yeah, he just needs some therapy, and maybe he could go into psychology himself.
1: Yeah, Be- yeah. Become a counselor. Wear a tweed jacket with some patches on the elbows.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what he should do. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh plugs?
1: Uh follow me on Twitter at Starcasm S T A R C H A S M and read the Frankenstein comics by Grant Morrison.
0: Okay. Uh, this is Jesse. I have a podcast called Turn to Page, which is a choose-your-own-adventure-book podcast where I read choose-your-own-adventure-book with a couple of friends, and we venture in junk. Also have a... Like me! Yes! I also have a podcast where I travel through Wikipedia's deep ca- back catalog randomly with the lovely ca- podcast cohort, Carrie Nelson. Um... <laughs> If you'd like to support the show, you can rate, review, subscribe on on uh, iTunes and your podcatcher of choice, or you can tell a friend. If you have some money that you'd like to give me, uh, you can donate to my Patreon or buy some shirts from our Redbubble store. You can find links to those in the description of every podcast episode, as well as on the Facebook page for this podcast um, if you like the artwork, well guess what? It's done by Ryan Healy. He has a rad podcast called Tales from the Static. You should listen to it.
1: It's lovely. Yes.
0: Uh this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Konshi protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Woo!